eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, June 13th. And uh, if you missed our weekend shows, you really should check them out. My interview with Glenda Testone, who is the executive director of the LGBTQ Center in New York City. I kind of didn't want to be a buzzkill for that interview. So I didn't want to talk about the rotten inflation report that came out on Friday morning. So let me start your week off with that rotten news. We did get a new report on inflation. It did increase by 8.6% from a year ago, up 6% at the core level, removing food and energy. It was way worse than expected. And there was really no hiding. It was kind of all over the report where we saw big, huge gains, specifically, you know, food and gas, of course. But, you know, we saw that the cost of shelter up five and a half percent, the largest 12 month increase since February of 1991. And uh, every single part of the energy index of the food index, it was just it was rotten and stocks tumbled as a result. And now we are once again talking about a bear market for the S&P 500. When we closed on Friday, we were at thirty nine hundred, still a little bit above that May low. But we are now eighteen point seven six percent below the peak that was reached on January 3rd. Nasdaq's already in a bear market. And the Dow is down uh, 13.6% from its peak on January 4th. All in all, it was a bad day on uh, Friday. And I went on the air to talk about the bad day 
on CBS Saturday Morning with Jeff Glor, Michelle Miller, and Dana Jacobson. So let's play you that segment. And then on the other side of it, I'll have a few more comments. 8.6% increase in May and the greatest in what, 41 years. What happened? Um, Well, this was a worse than expected report. We did think inflation was going to tick down a little bit. Primarily, the big categories are just going up so much faster than anybody thought. So you mentioned gas, all of energy, the whole complex up by more than 30 percent, food up more by by, by more than 10 percent. But even things like shelter, so renting and owning homes, it's more expensive. Some of the subcategories are really intense. I just want to give you some of these. Food at grocery stores up 11.9 percent. It's the highest increase since 1978. We also know that the Uh, war in Ukraine, really pushing up prices for a lot of wheat products, so cookies and pasta. So, you know, what the problem is that you'd say, oh, well, I'll eat cheaper tonight. (laughs) Rice and beans. And you know what? Everything is more expensive. Everything is more expensive. I can't find anything that is less expensive. The Dow is now down nine of the past 10 weeks. Mm. Um, It it tested a bottom, we thought, a few weeks ago and then came back up and now it's going back down again. I'm not going to ask you if you think (laughs) investors should buy or sell because you're just going to say don't panic, which is the correct advice. But how long do you think this volatility lasts for? I think this volatility will continue for a long time because remember, we're coming off of three unbelievable years for stock investors and bond investors. This year, things really did change. Why? Because high inflation, but also because the Federal Reserve is raising interest rates. So there's sort of this strange convergence of fear in the investment community. One is like, oh, my God, with inflation higher, that's going to eat into corporate profits. And with inflation higher, now the Fed has to raise interest rates, also eats into profits. And consumers are spending a lot of money right this second because they had this excess savings. Remember, that savings rate jumped up to over 30 percent in April of 2020. The savings rate is now at 4.4%. It's the lowest in 14 years. So all these things converging makes really nervous investors. Stocks have sold off. The S&P 500, the broad U.S. index, is now coming towards that bear market territory. We're down almost 19% from the recent high earlier this year. 20% is a bear market. It's not a magic number. It's just a marker. But it is a very tense time on Wall Street. So the Fed is meeting for two days next week. Uh, Concerns over what they might do and specifically whether or not they may trigger a recession. Yeah, this is a really hard time for the Fed. They definitely started too late in raising interest rates, so inflation has gotten away from them. And that means they're chasing rates higher. They have already raised interest rates two different times this year, the first by a quarter of a percent, the second time by a half percent. Next week, they're expected to do another half percent. But be clear, when we were talking about the Fed last time I was on the program, we said, oh, it's definitely a half percent. All of a sudden, there are a lot of whispers. Maybe they'll go by 0.75%. Maybe they've got to raise rates by more faster than expected. And there is some concern, as you note, that the Fed itself can cause a recession by raising rates too quickly. And this is the real problem for the Fed. They are trying to thread that needle, and boy, it's a hard job. But I'll tell you what, next week's going to be Jerome Powell 101. He is Mm going to stand in front of those cameras. He is a tough guy. He's very sure of himself. And I think he's going to say, we got this. Quickly, odds of a recession right now. High. 
Um, you know, <laughs> unfortunately. And, and so when I say that, I just want to be clear about one thing. Recessions are normal. We've had 13 since World War II. We will have a recession. I don't know if it's this year, but it will be within the next 18 months. We'll probably have some sort of softening of growth or a recession. You know, every American is hit by high prices. I know we, we all feel it. But just remember that lower income households, they are absorbing the worst of this shock. And that's because the largest share of their money goes to housing and to food and to gas. So I think that as the Fed starts thinking about raising rates right now, they really have to go headstrong into getting inflation under control because then all these people who have suffered quite a bit over the last two decades and they were starting to make some gains in incomes, those folks are really going to be hit terribly hard. And, you know, by the way, it's also notable that on Friday after this report was released, the University of Michigan Consumer Confidence Index for the early part of June was released. And that index slumped to a 50-year low. In other words, people feel worse today than they did two years ago while COVID was ravaging the country, when we didn't have vaccines, and when the future was completely uncertain. Just tells you what a big impact inflation has. So listen, I can't make it better. This is going to be a process I think that it is clear that we are probably starting to see the peaking of inflation. But, you know, the war in Ukraine really did throw a wrench into energy prices as well as food prices. So it's going to be a slog for a while. If you have financial questions, if you want us to hold your hands, don't worry. We are here for you. Just go to the website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Of course, let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. We'd really love to hear from you. For now, again, take a deep breath. Going to be a big week. We'll have a Fed meeting this week. We'll talk more about that on Wednesday. And just know that we're here for you. Mark and I always like answering your questions. So hop onto the website, do subscribe to the newsletter, and let us know if there's anything else that we can do. Do me a favor. Do something nice for someone else today. It would really make that person feel better, and it will make you feel better. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 